So driving home from Grafton Street, uh, another wee trip to Bray this morning, uh, Grafton Street, doing the bit. So now we've come with the grand old news that the football is going to stop again locally. Uh, so out tomorrow to catch up with Goodyear, uh, I'm going to take in their game, potentially the second half of their game, and have a word with some of the management team and the players. Stevie Fox, one of the players who was in contact and a very good football friend of mine and again <laughs> another gentleman. Uh, so the intention is to get there and get a chat with him after the game. Big shout out to all of you. Uh, the feedback I've got from the last podcast has been fantastic. Uh, again I did reach out to the clubs and the clubs have come back and said they're very interested and very keen and Loving what I'm doing, you know, celebrating the local game, and as Michael Smith said last week, uh, shining a light on the local game. There's a market for it, so hopefully. But the big thing for me is that we all engage and we all celebrate the game together, so all I am is that platform. So if you guys can interact with me, uh, I can surely shine the light on it, as I've got the motivation and desire to do it at the minute. So, say so we get the community talking, uh, as football friends. Uh, we can really uh, shine that light and highlight the, the great and the good of, of the local football. So that's what I want to say, you know, with the game now coming to a stop for six weeks anyway, minimum, let's start shining lights on individuals, hit me up with players, with managers, with football men that you uh, have, a, have an affiliation with or a desire, you know, to encourage, encourage is the wrong word, to celebrate again I keep using that word but celebrate so you know the unsung heroes in your football club the unsung heroes and your you know at committee level at coaching level etc etc hit me up you know get involved uh, as I say this is an opportunity for us all to connect the big thing we have in common is football again locally and beyond everybody has an opinion about football which again gives us uh, plenty to talk about but keeps us sane, uh, keeps the smile, football smiles on the faces. And for me, the heartbreak, the heartbreak is the, the kids, the kids not getting back to the game. Uh, thankfully, I made the decision to wait until after Christmas before re-engaging with the girls' squad and getting them back to any some sense of normality. Because again, I feared for this, for this other another break, another lockdown. You know, lack of continuity. It's you know, it's not good for the soul. This stop, start, stop, start. But the biggest crime, the biggest failure, will be the losing the kids to the sport. So we're going to have to really engage with these kids again, uh, again, make them fall in love with the sport again. It's going to be a distant memory to them at this rate. You know, the last time we played competitive football for the girls, I think. Again, thinking out loud, the girls G C G C or G D C program started one week. I think it was back in March. It was March. We played one game in torrential rain, torrential rain, and since then it has been lockdown. <laughs> it's been heartbreaking to be honest with you. You know the, the game for the girls is is a massive growth stage, and 
this was the potential kicking on. I'm sure the guys running the program there, you know, their hearts are broke as well. They put a whole lot of hard work and effort into it. But unfortunately, uh, they have to rewrite rewrite the book. It's going to be a long time before there's any competitive football. For me, it just needs scrapped until September. You know, if we do come back to some normality, we can encourage friendlies, etc. But to rely on a structured approach in these unprecedented times, that old familiar shame, I don't think it's going to, to suit. As I say, let's give the girls... There's going to, there has been a lack of uh, opportunity to you know, put foundation in their games and, and learn on their on the toes. So, you know, there will be an element of two steps forward, sorry, two steps back before we can take a step forward. And again, the the other coaches and the other clubs, I am sure, have a familiar, a similar, familiar, 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 familiar uh, scenario and, and similar similar thoughts on on the issue. So as I say, I'm just venting some thoughts and feelings on the on the trip home here. I'm coming out of the car park in Grafton Street, very slowly, very slowly indeed. In fairness, everybody's masked up. Everybody's keeping well, keeping their social distancing as far as reasonably practical. Uh, they're certainly uh, jammed into the car park here, which is heartbreaking. But so local football, watch out for the Goodyear guys playing keepy uppies. Gary Herc, uh, Colin Nash has already touched base with me. Uh, it's looking like it's going to be after Christmas before we can engage with Colin and the guys. Uh, but again, fucking excited for that. Excited for that. And again, I have to remember not to drop the F-bomb. It's a little bad habit of mine when I get picked up. I'm just excitable. That's all it is, excitable. But again, the feedback from these guys has been amazing. Yeah, you know, it really seems to have touched the nerve of a few. A lot of guys are very excited about it as well. So, again, anything that needs celebrated in your club, hit me up, let me know. It'll certainly shine that light, and we can celebrate this footballing community of Lurgan. There's not one boy who would let me out of here. Where's your Christmas spirit, gentlemen? Christmas spirit, Christmas spirit. Come on, taxi man, gentleman, thank you very much. Oh, red light. So yeah, any goings on, uh, any big plans for the new year, let me know. And again, arrange to maybe send me some some audio or some questions. Send me questions that I can uh, put to the masses, some questions I can answer for you myself. Maybe, you know, if if clubs need need a bigger a bigger outlet. I don't know what I could bring. I don't know if it's gonna be of any benefit to anybody, but we may as well use the platform. As I say, use her engaging with me. If 30, 40 people have listened in to the podcasts, uh, sort of two, 300 people are listens, all in all, which is, for me, which is amazing. Uh, again, I'm doing this for, for, for my own, for my own well-being, and to see that other people are getting joy from it. It's great, and to say the feedback's been very positive. So as I trail my ass home from Dublin on a Friday before Christmas, let's put your heads together. Let's uh, give me some stuff to talk about. Let's play keepy uppies. Let's celebrate the great and the good. What about Neil Lennon this Sunday? Oh, Lurgan man taking his Scottish uh, reigning champions to the Scottish Cup final. Greg Mulholland and the, the Mulholland brothers. I do believe you guys are... 
heading for your annual uh, booze up. Let's hope Neil can deliver for you. Let's hope. And I see Rangers have dropped points there as well, so interesting times ahead in the league. No problem, Alexa. and get out of Dublin here without having to pay a toll. I think it's going to be pretty much impossible. But yep, so Celtic on Sunday. Uh, Liverpool, top of the league. Crystal Palace, 12.30. That's going to be an interesting uh, encounter again, similar to Fulham. Same sort of approach probably. All men behind the ball, gutsy. A lot of energy to the game. Again, without fans, the London guys have uh, fell foul to COVID again and are not allowed to have the fans in the stadium. So a level playing field again. I wasn't 100% in agreement with having fans at some stadiums and not others, you know, gives an undue advantage in these, again, unprecedented times. Let's keep the, the playing field level. Any other thoughts? I say this, the, the fixtures this week could really set the, set the stall out for how the season's going to progress. A lot of teams playing each other in and around the top of the league. Leicester, Tottenham. Turn left onto Cuff Street My goodness, there's buses everywhere. It's a cyclist I need to look out for. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree. Think about Richie McGee. Driving home from Dublin. Am I going into the bus lane? Am I allowed? No idea. I'm gone. Continue for 800 metres. Kill the Dublin man. So yeah, Arsenal uh, in turmoil. The reckon if Everton beat Arsenal, Arteta could be on his way home. Well, I'm saying his way home is most likely on his way back to the Etihad Stadium to help uh, Per Pap, who's not having the best of times since his absence. Uh, so, all change. Big Sam Alderdice back in the Premier League. Big Sam, the saviour. Is he going to do it for West Brom? I could, I have a sense that Sam might fail in this instance, which be would be the first instance that he hasn't been able to save a Premier League team. I just don't think they have the strength, the depth, they don't have the quality, but Sam is an O-how, so again, let's see how that pans out. Sheffield United, give United all they wanted. Now United's class shone through. Leeds United, that's going to be an interesting game. Leeds United, Man United. Uh, the never say die attitude of Leeds, the, the gung-ho sort of approach. Let's see what United are, are made of. Uh, they're now kicking on the door at the top of the league again. As I say, and I'll say it a hundred times more, you can never rule out United. You can never rule out United. And Spurs, Jose, he's playing it ugly, but he's playing it well. Again, Liverpool uh, got the, the victory. Obviously, you're looking at the stats, looking at the game. I watched the game. Spurs did have a few chances, but Liverpool dominated, dictated. You know, we're talking about breaking stats down, etc. You know, 70% possession. Again, I did reference it during the game about how Leicester went about their ways and won the Premier League was... You know, surrender and possession, and uh, you know, playing on the counter attack. So obviously, Spurs' approach is very similar. Not pretty to the eye, but effective. And he has got the players buying into it. Once the players 
get that sense of winning that if they are to win a trophy uh, you know he's going to be deemed a hero where Liverpool uh, you know they're playing the, the rap and roll football the heavy metal football call it what you will attractive football which is keen to the eye and that's what the Liverpool fans demand I suppose Still on the fastest route. You know, so Jose doing it his way. Yeah, Spurs are obvious title contenders. Man City, yeah, I don't know what's what happened there, but again you can't rule them out either. The class they have, strength and depth, it's all gonna come come true again. Yeah. Southampton, what can I say? It's great for Southampton, keep them banging on the door there. It could be a, a very different uh, finish to the season but we're what are we 11 games in 10 11 is it 12 games I did reference maybe look at the league after 12 games and see exactly where we're at with Liverpool at top of the league it could very well be it's not often that these uh, teams top league Christmas uh, fall foul and, and don't finish don't win, don't win the league but again wishful thinking not a Liverpool loving so where's it going? Where's it going? I'm being too nice, so she's pretty. You're welcome. Come on, go across. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. Be kind to it's So the rants and raves will continue. Uh, just back to the local football. Very generous with your time, uh, Lurgan Celtic, Oxford Sunnyside, Goodyear have touched base, Derry Herc have touched base, and as I said, in this interim now, the six week lockdown, we can shine a light on all other clubs, uh, all other people, people, individuals, clubs, uh, we can get some topics, some, thought, some thoughts on refereeing, as I said, Killian Cure is on his way back from recovering from COVID and wishing him all a speedy recovery and hopefully when he's feeling better he's going to sit down and get a chat with us all things referee and all things VAR he probably <laughs> haven't read some of my posts uh, isn't too keen to listen to my rants and raves but if you've any thoughts or feelings on it give Killian a shout it's all cool and groovy again I want to shine a light on the kids football as well obviously uh, we have a lot of great teams at underage locally. Uh, the one that jumps out in my mind in particular at the minute, I was speaking with the under-14s coach at Oxford Sunnyside, uh, Inky, Anthony McMillan, and he is this year venturing into the National League with his team, which is a first uh, for Oxford Sunnyside, so it's a bit of a coup there. So I want to catch up with him and get his thoughts and feelings on on that and see what his plans are so he's been heavily involved in the club for a few years now and give us thoughts and feelings on the future so on that I'm on St Stephen's Green Dublin is eerily flat the traffic is quite heavy, but eerily quiet. Foot traffic is quiet. There's not one bar spike being used. The tricolour is flying high. 
suppose I'm in Europe, aren't I? Uh, the European Union flag. Uh, have to make sure come January I'm driving with my certificate. Strange times ahead. Again, not to be political. Let's get back to the football. Remain awesome football friends. Thank you.